Welcome to the next episode of the Egyptian series of the Mythological Tales. I am back with some new and super interesting tales about Egypt and its mythology and today I am going to introduce you to Horus who is one of the most well-known Egyptian gods. During the time of his worship, he was one of the most important gods to Egyptians and there are many variations of his origins and legends. There is still a preserved temple located in the Upper Egypt dedicated to Horus. Horus was known as the god of the sky, but there is one unique take on his purpose. It was said that the Faroha of Egypt was the living image of the god. Whenever a new Faroha would command the throne, he would become the physical representation of Horus. The Faroha would be protected by the Horus. And as he was also a protector god, he fought evil and represented righteousness and justice. Horus was worshipped in all corners of Egypt but especially in Bendet, Kem and Pei. He wasn't the first falcon god but he eventually represented all of the similar gods before him. He was specially worshipped as a guide to the Pharaohs and several temples built in his honour. He was worshipped up until the end of the pre-dynastic period. The text that tells the legends and stories of Horus has been preserved through symbols, art, providing extreme confidence in the details of legitimacy of the following myths. The birth of Horus. Set was an evil god and the brother of Osiris, who was Horus's father. Before Horus was born, he set murder to Osiris and scattered the pieces of his body throughout Egypt. Isis, Horus's mother, was devastated at the loss of her husband and set out to gather the pieces of his flesh. She found every piece except for his penis. He, she constructed a new one out of the pure gold and resembled Osiris's body. Some interpretations of the text say that she laid down with Osiris and conceived Horus, while others say she conceived her son on her own. She then approached Ra and intoxicated him with wine. Because of his drunkenness, Ra told Isis his secret name, Horus. She knew that if she named her son the same name, he would have power of visible sun and the blood of hidden sun. The combination would make him victorious in everything. Seth found out about Isis's pregnancy and swore to kill any male newborn he came across. When the time came for Horus to be born, Isis hid him in a lotus flower. She told the baby to stay quiet and think only of her voice. She left him telling him that she would return only when it was safe for him to emerge. Though Isis feared the set would find the baby, Horus had no fear as he only focused on the voice of his mother, hoping to hear it again. By the time Horus grew, at the time came for his father to be replaced. The other gods were searching for an heir when Isis told them of Horus and that he was the only rightful heir to the throne. This infuriated Set, who said that Horus was too young and that the owner should go to him, him instead. The gods debated amongst each other. Thoth believed that Horus was the rightful heir while Ra believed Set was the right choice. 
They consulted with Neith, who determined Horus was the rightful heir. To make up for his loss, she said she would double everything Set owned. But this wasn't enough for Set, and he demanded that he and Horus battle for the throne. There were several contests held to determine who would be the better king. In one con contest, both Set and Horus turned themselves into hippopotamus and saw who could hold their breath the longest. Several, several similar challenges followed and in one Set plucked out Horus's left eye. Thoth restored the eye and told the boy it was the light of the moon. In another challenge, Set cast darkness over Horus' right eye. Hathor dripped milk into the eye and told that the boy it was the light of the sun. After Set was unable to conquer Horus, the gods declared the boy to be the new king. Set asked for just one more contest and invited Horus to battle. Horus eventually returned, dragging Set behind him in chains. He bound Set to a spike before the gods and sought revenge for his father's murder. Horus was known as a handsome god, but most artistic representations of him depict him as a falcon or a man with the head of a falcon. There are also pictures of him shown as crocodile with the head of a falcon. In some forms, he is shown with his left eye as the moon and right eye as the sun. His breast feathers are shown as stars and his wings are positioned in a way to represent the wind. He is often shown with a copper knife and a double crown which signifies his rule of the country and his direct ties with the Faroha. Horus's main symbol is a falcon. He is usually represented by a falcon or the head of a falcon. There is another symbol though that is well recognized even today. Known as the Eye of Horus, this symbol has been used in protective amulets. As it represents protection, the symbol is made to look like an eye and eyebrow with two lines extending from the bottom portion of the eye. This possibly mimics markings found on falcons local to the Egypt. Thank you so much. This is Simran Preetkar signing off with today's episode. See you in the next episode. Still then, stay tuned.